Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Edit Your Life podcast. I'm Christine Coe. And I'm Asha Dornfest, and we're here to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. We share practical ways to declutter your home schedule and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. And we believe that baby steps are the key to getting there. Good morning, Asha. Hello. How are you? I'm just fine. How are you? Good. Well, listen, pal, this is it. This is crazy. (laughs) I know. I know this is uh, this is our this is our last formal podcast recording together. Of course, um, our conversation is simply going to move, you know, off of a recording platform and onto some sort of private non-recorded platform. But yeah, no, this today's a big day. Yeah. If if you're coming to the show and you're like, what the heck are they talking about? Um, in episode 250, I believe um, Asha announced that this is her last episode of all time. I don't know, ever this year. <laughs> co-hosting. Um, yeah, of co-hosting officially. Sorry, it's uh, I'm, I'm still getting used to that. And so today it's going to be a fun and loving farewell episode. And um, so, yeah, Asha, let's just dive in because we have I have a few questions for you. And then I have some comments from some of our listeners to share. And so mm. we actually have like quite a quite a bit of ground to cover. Mm. So. I would just like you to kind of kick things off and reflect on how it feels to be, you know, sitting here officially at the mic for the last time of this show. Oh, boy. Well, I I mean, uh, you know, there the two answers are, first of all, the first answer is there's no way for me to sort of encapsulate or say exactly how it feels because it, there are lots of like, I feel so many things, but the first thing I want to say is I just appreciate that we have this chance to sort of reflect on what we've created together, this arc of a podcast that it is just remarkable to me that we have uh, been doing this for over five years, five years. When I think about um, the immense change in our lives, the change in the world and just, you know, what's gone on just, on uh just on the internet and everything i i feel like we've done this unbelievable thing together so i'm just i'm just really glad that we can sort of share our thoughts and um it's it, even though this is the this is the right thing to be doing it's certainly a bittersweet moment but i i just feel like there's a lot to talk about yeah sure and i actually think math can be a little challenging but i actually think technically 
it's year six. It's been six years. Could that be? <laughs> anyway, it, whatever whatever it is, it's been yeah. a long time. We are yes. over is, five years for sure. Yeah, this is episode 253. And I was just chatting with John actually yesterday on a walk that I'll just say right now, it's going to be an interesting um, transition for me personally with you because our work and friendship has been intertwined for so long that mm -hmm. I can't, you know, cause our book was published in 2013, but we took time to write the book before that. And then we had the podcast. So, um, you know, I'll just apologize on air in advance for any weirdness or stumbles that I may have <laughs> in that struggle of transition, because that's, that's, um, yeah, I, I'm going to have to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just I saying it out loud. No, no, no. It's true. It's really, really true. And I feel like, um, you know, it's interesting. We've had all these years to sort of share in this, uh, you know, a podcast is interesting because it's allowed you and I to have this conversation about the world that we've wanted to have anyway in this public yet sort of intimate way. And, you know, with the hopes of helping others. But I know for me, it's been this unbelievable sort of centering point, too, for every week of my you know, every week there's this moment where, you know, like I know your voice is going to be a part of my day and it has been meaningful. And I, I understand exactly what you're saying because I, I feel it too. You know, it's a, it's a transition. We've always said that, that, you know, we're podcast co-hosts, but we're also dear friends. And so this is a, it's just a change in how we're going to spend time together. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so much to talk about and think about. So it's going to take some time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. And I, you know, that's why I'm so I'm just really grateful that we can have, you know, sort of a moment with listeners together like this to so just talk about it a little bit. Um, and also to really, um, you know, for me to really say that this has been this podcast period with you has just been one of the most meaningful chapters of my career, not just because of what we created and put out in the world, but what, what we did together, you know, and how we were able mm -hmm. to, how we were able to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it, I, I should wind back too. And just, um, I know we've thanked people repeatedly on this show, but in addition to the people who tune in, it, this podcast really came to being after uh, you went to a Mom Two Summit conference and heard, I believe, the pair uh, that runs um, the Girl Next Door podcast. And mm. I, I feel like every step of the way, um, you know, both with um, Kelsey and Erica, and then with our friends Sarah and Megan at the Mom Hour, and many others, that our ability to build the show and develop it over the years has come at the hands of incredible love and generosity in the community. And so I just uh, thought it would be good to point that out because it's all, it will always be a part of the story and continue to be, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, it's, um, you know, and that's the, that's sort of the tradition out of which you and I came because, you know, before we wrote a book, we were bloggers, we were online and, and what that meant, you know, in the years before, you know, say 2013, when our book came out, meant something different. It was just a real um, ecosystem of collaboration, people working together. I mean, blogging on uh, online and having this online conversation, it's a community effort. And podcasting for sure has been like that. You know, I think about, 
I think about Megan and Sarah and and Kelsey and Erica and the fact that they um, so generously shared of their expertise, you know, because it's not it, it is definitely a technical leap to be able to create a podcast. You know, the, the technology yeah, involved absolutely. and, the, you know, the stuff you got to do, it's it's it. <laughs> It flows so easily, but the moving parts are significant. And it, we, you're, I'm so glad you said that because I mean, I think that's the case with every project that you and I have done. There's been this community behind us in various ways. Mm, mm, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's, um, you know, my first question is related to this origin story. Obviously, as we're sharing now, we were both brand new to podcasting when we started. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about how this show has evolved your voice or perspective over the years. Mm-hmm. Well, it's pretty interesting you should say voice because I've been thinking about that a bit. You know, I've been a writer for many years. I was a writer before the Internet. Um, my first book came out in 1996. So I've been doing this for a long time. And so, you know, I am very used to working with words and text um, but this is my first long-term project that involved actual talking, like blah, 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 actual talking, <laughs> and, which is interesting because um, I love to talk and I love conversation. <laughs> and actually, uh, I love, I mean, that's my best ideas and my best um, feelings about my work come when they when they're in collaboration. Um, one of the things that I always struggled with as a writer was feeling isolated or you know, I, I just felt like I like to be a contributing part of a group as opposed to just this solo person. Um, and so when I started blogging, that was the first time that writing became a sort of a collective activity. But podcasting, it was just a, a leap, like a leap from there. And podcasting with you really it just revealed to me a couple of things. First of all, how special it is to be able to put your actual voice into the world um, because it is so it feels so personal. Um, I, I know that I feel that way when I listen to other people's voices. I am listening to a human and that's different than reading. That's different than reading text, even though there's also a human there. But really specifically podcasting with you. It was the conversations that you and I were able to have um, that just. I mean, that was just so personally like fulfilling to me. I, I would come to the mic every morning with these ideas, but then you and I would talk and they those ideas would sometimes, you know, sometimes stick to the plan, but other times they would really open up to these new perspectives I hadn't considered. Um, and that's one of the things that I've loved most because you and I bring really different perspectives to our ideas sometimes. And then also you know, on some fundamental level, you and I are just, you know, like two little peas in a pod. And so it just felt really dynamic and freeing. I feel like the podcast um, really broke that open for me and is both sort of like inspiring, but also really humbling. Yes, I think that that captures it really well. And your use of the words dynamic and freeing also, I think, one of the th things I have loved about the show is just the ability to dig deeper and riff in a way that you can't necessarily do when you're writing. I mean, you mm -hmm. can, but if you're trying to write something that is tight and cohesive and 
will work for somebody who's on the go reading for some fixed amount of time. It's just different. It's a totally mm-hmm. different medium. And I agree about feeling more connected to the person who is literally in your ears. <laughs> well, and it's interesting that you say that, uh, you know, when you talk about trying to write something tight and cohesive, I have learned that life is rarely tight and cohesive and it is, it, it might be for a while. Um, but Sometimes it's just not. And I feel like this podcast has allowed us to um, it's given both you and I moments to step back for a moment. Think about not just what's going on in our lives, but really think about it in us from a perspective of what's going on in a way that we can. How can we talk about this in a way that can help other folks and how might other folks be feeling? And so it allowed us this way to, like, look at what was messy and big and overwhelming and, you know, turn it into small little bits that we could maybe wrap our own brains around so that we could help other people wrap their brains around it. And so it it's that iterative sort of conversational process that um, has been so it's been valuable to me personally, but it's also just been fun and um, really mind expanding. Yeah, same, same. Okay, well, we have more to chat about, friends. We will be back after a quick break. Are you, like pretty much every parent of younger kids I know, looking for a smart entertainment option for your kids? Designed for kids ages six and up, Mysteries About True Histories, also known as Math, How Smart Is That?, is a weekly podcast full of time travel, puzzles, hidden equations, history, and humor. And while kids will enjoy the stories anchored around characters like troublesome trolls, pirate queens, and mysterious aunts, adults can benefit too. I admittedly delighted in learning a thing or two about Pythagoras and triangles in one episode. Every episode follows two best friends, Max and Molly, who work together to solve riddles and math equations during their time-traveling adventures. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code-breaking, pattern-solving, and more— all weaving humor in with education to make learning fun. Episodes drop every Thursday and are about 15 minutes long, a great length for transition times during the day or a bedtime treat. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Okay, friends, we are back. We are here with Asha's farewell. I kind of imagine a ship pushing off into the distance. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Anyway. Picture me as the Queen Mary. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so Asha, my next question, we have recorded a lot of episodes, like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
Today is episode 253. So this may be an impossible question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What is an episode or two that stands out as a favorite or is pivotal for you in some way and why? Mm-hmm. That is that is a totally fair question, and it's also incredibly hard to answer, as you can imagine, because mm-hmm. this is a conversation, unbelievably, we have been having since we started writing a book together all those years ago. Like, this is a con- we've been. We've been talking for so long and have had things to say to each other for years. So it's it's amazingly hard to uh, just pick a couple of episodes. But that is not to say that I did not try. So um, and it, it's actually really wonderful to go back and really, really think about the range of um, of what we've covered on our podcast. Now, I got to say, it would be really easy for me to just say, oh, I loved all of our food related episodes, which I really did because they were really fun to record. or Um, The really easy cop out would be every episode with John Baxter, because the John (laughs) Baxter episodes are particularly special. Um, So, no, in all seriousness, let me let me answer your question. Um, I have to say I'm super proud of the episodes um, where we tackled hard issues like we tackled issues. uh, We we talked about politics. We talked about um, grief. We've talked about COVID. Uh, we've talked about some really hard things. And the reality is that hard things have happened in the world. It's not just our personal lives that, you know, drive. In fact, our personal lives don't really drive this podcast uh, as well. They do the sort of merging of what's happening for us and what's happening in the world. And, you know, we're always trying to talk about what's going on from, you know, in a way that's helpful. And so I feel very proud that we that we talked about those things that that at a time when it can be hard to talk about stuff out Mm -hmm. in out in the world. I felt like, um, you know, this is a when we started this podcast, it was a it it was about simplifying your life and um, being true to yourself. And that has never changed. But the the. The process one needed to go through to be true to oneself has changed. I think both as things in the world have evolved and also as, as our lives have changed. So I just feel, I feel very proud of that. So that said, I did spend some time on our episode listing because I really did want to just sort of refresh my memory about the wide range of the conversation that we've had. And a couple of episodes jumped out at me as particularly close to my heart. And what I found was sort of interesting was that they were episodes that we actually recorded quite some time ago. So the first one was episode 45 called letting go of the hero role. And I felt like that was an important one. Uh, We talked in that episode about an issue many listeners identified with, which is that um, they tended to be the sort of default problem solver in their families. And I felt like that conversation was really nuanced and honest and important because it's an issue that um, sometimes just doesn't get surfaced. It's hard and it's hard even to notice it sometimes when it's happening. But um, the fact that one is sort of the default problem solver in one's family is a remarkably intense reality. And I feel like you and I were able to talk about it from our different perspectives. Um, And I thought that was really important because we have kids of different ages, you know, we have different work lives. And so, you know, how that actually looked was different, um, you know, and 
Um, I just felt like we were we were able to talk about it in a really balanced way. I love that. I love that episode. Mm. And then the second episode was episode 27 called Modeling Imperfection. And in that episode, we talked about why our inevitable day-to-day mess-ups as parents or just as human beings might actually help our kids be more accepting of their own mistakes. And that was, a, you know, that was just to me such a foundational um, conversation. I felt like I just felt like it was so important, you know, and there were moments where I thought to myself, am I making excuses for my own, you know, whatever, you know, my own uh, weaknesses as a as a parent or whatever. And, you know, maybe sometimes, but I still truly believe that being a um, fully fledged and authentic human to our kids actually models something even more important, which is that they are so much more than their latest mistake and um, that that's where learning really happens. Um, So, yeah, since we recorded that episode, I I can definitely say that I have modeled plenty of imperfection for my kids in ways that I could not have predicted, like when we recorded that. So much happened in life um, in the years after. I mean, and that's true for all of us. But the fact is, they're adults now. My kids are 18 and 22. And I can see in some ways through the conversations that we've had, I can just hear reflected just a little bit, not a lot, um, but I can, I, I feel like I am as committed to that idea as I ever was. So, so there we go. Those are a couple of my favorite episodes. Sometime, I, I'm impressed, Asha. You did it. <laughs> yeah. Sometime. Okay. Maybe offline or whatever. You and I are going to have to we should go through the episode listening together and just like, remember this, remember that we should do it. Um, well, I will link those episodes in our show notes. And I just wanted to put a pin in something you said where it was something like letting kids see that they are more than their latest mistake. And I would say, I hope I captured that correctly in my mind. Um, and also, in my opinion, they are more than their latest accomplishment as well. Mm. Uh, that's something I have been thinking a ton about. My my teenagers working on college applications are in the college swirl right now. And I just, I, I really just feel like <laughs> I have all the feelings about all of this. So mm. um, that's, that's wonderful. I'm glad that mm-hmm. was one of one of your favorite episodes. Mm. I will also I don't think it's exactly a spoiler, but maybe it's a teaser to tell people, please come back next year. But my very mm. first guest of t- 2022, Asha, is John Baxter. He's already <sighs> on the hook. So <laughs> I will be, I am subscribed and I will be listening <laughs> and I will get the email update. <laughs> well, yes. Well, so anyway, I, I, I'm excited about that. That And we are we already have a fascinating conversation planned. Um, I'm, sh- anyway. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. No, seriously, I'm sure you do. Okay. Can't wait. Yes. Well, Asha, my next question for you: What has it been like connecting with listeners over the years, who you've probably just oh, been boy. connecting with online? But I don't know. Maybe you've connected in person too. Tell us. We've we've connected online. So it um that that's an interesting thing about podcasting, but. I'll, I'll I'll talk about that in a minute. So I think uh, more than one listener has said um, in the reviews and also, you know, via messages and all sorts of emails and stuff that they feel like you and I are their podcast friends. <laughs> 
And this is just a lovely feeling because I know that feeling well. I feel it myself when listening to certain podcasts where, um, you know, the person talking or the co-hosts or whatever, it's it's clear that there is just a, a, a warmth and an energy between those two people. And I feel like that is one of the truly unique and wonderful things about this medium. I think it really is. It's, you know, this is not a radio show. This is not a, you know, sort of, there's not like some recording booth behind us. You know, this is us. And um, I just have to say that that energy flows back when, when listeners reach out. Like, I feel a certain connection and warmth because I feel like, obviously, listeners aren't here with us, but I feel like it's a conversation that's bigger than us. So when listeners reach out and share something, you know, maybe how something we've talked about has played out in their lives, or they say, you know what, you said this, and it made me think about that. I mean, it just feels like this is the magic the internet was created for, you know, I, I, Mm -hmm. in some ways, it's a version of what you and I experienced when we were early bloggers, this idea that we could put some aspect of ourselves or our experiences out into the world not because we were trying to um it was it was almost like an invitation to the world to talk about stuff and that's what this is in some ways and you know it's just people finding each other and talking and listening and feeling less alone that is that is something magical that um this podcast has made possible. So every time I have, you know, interacted with the listener, I just, it just feels so um, it's hard to, it feels like a privilege, you know? And I, the reason I hesitated there was because that language sounds very formal and I don't mean it that way. It feels like an honor though. It feels, um, um, it feels very special to be um, admitted in somebody's life and, you know, trusted really. Um, So I, I think that's, that's a beginning. It's I think it's going to take me some time to really think about mm-hmm. the full answer to this question. But I will tell you one funny anecdote. Um, when I was on my Parent Hacks book tour um, in 2016, I was at a book event waiting for it to start, like not standing at the front. I was like milling about. I think it was in a bookstore or something like that. And I was chatting with somebody and somebody near them. I don't know if they were there for the event or not, but they suddenly like swung around and looked at me and said, Asha, like, like I should know them. And they swiveled around to me and said, Asha, I recognize your voice from the podcast. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, that is so powerful. Like they literally recognize me. And I just thought, you know, we hadn't been podcasting for that long at that point. And so I was just blown away. Like, wow, that's possible. So anyway, I thought you'd appreciate hearing that little moment. Yeah, that's fun. That happened to me actually down at the basketball courts when I was <laughs> waiting one time. Seriously? Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, Asha, um, I I'm going to inter interject here. Is that the right word? With yes. the first of what I'm calling calling a listener interlude. I'm afraid <laughs> that it's not actually people's voices. You're just going to have to hear me. But I just I didn't have the bandwidth to like figure out how to get voice memos and all that. So I. I had asked, um, I'd put together a form with asking our listeners for any kind of notes they wanted to send along and just a couple questions. So I just wanted to share a few things for one of the questions, which was, what have you loved about the show? And we got a 
a bunch of comments, obviously, about our rapport, not obviously, but it was a recurring theme about our rapport, authenticity, relatability, and the breadth of content we've shared across life stages and identities, um, including tackling the tough stuff, as you mentioned earlier, in a very compassionate way. So that was very, very lovely to hear from people. But here are, here are a few select comments about what people loved about the show. Uh, one person wrote, how you two build off each other's comments. It is almost as if your opinions and suggestions get better and more detailed the more you talk. Another person shared, everything from the advice and knowledge you two give to the compassion you've taught me to give myself. Honestly, oh, this has been boy. such an instrumental podcast for me. I just, that I love that. What a lovely thing to <laughs> I say. I know, I know, so sweet. Uh, another comment, this is probably the most deeply em empathetic resource I've encountered on parenting and life in general. It strikes the perfect balance of acceptance and forward motion. It feels like dropping into a conversation with your wisest, longest friends. So lovely. Oh, boy. I know, I know. And then the last one I want to read on this interlude is, the friendship between you two is so comfortable that I feel like I'm with you. Other podcasts keep that barrier up, so my mindset is clearly as a listener which can be entertaining, but not comforting. I leave your episodes feeling refreshed, like I hung out with friends. Mm. How lovely is that? Oh, it's <laughs> so lovely. Oh, thank you so much to everybody who um, who has responded. Thank you so much for that. Wow, what a gift. I know. I know. Uh, I'm going to think about that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, friends, we have more to discuss and a couple more listener interludes, which we'll get to after a quick break. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff. 
but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. Okay, friends, we are back with Asha's farewell episode, and I wanted to start this back half of our show with another listener interlude. And I asked people on the survey, what are you afraid you will miss with Asha's departure? Asha, obviously people will miss your voice. I mean, yes, your voice and presence, but as in the actual timbre of your voice, <laughs> like people mention that, <laughs> uh, as well as our rapport. But then here are just a few things that people shared. Uh, somebody commented, the perspective of a newly empty nester. There are very few podcasts by people who have reached this milestone. So let that hmm. just hang there. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody else similarly shared, I will miss the perspective of a parent with older kids. So much of the internet is filled with mothers in the little kid trenches. We need more wisdom from parents of teens and grown children. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. I and felt then, that. Yeah. And then the last uh, comment I want to read in this section is, it's just so lovely. Prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. Asha brings a certain lightness, flexibility, and insight depth to conversations, which is much appreciated, especially given what we have been through collectively over the past few years. Mm. So lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So with all of those feelings kind of swirling around, Asha, mm -hmm. what do you want to say to listeners? Mm. <laughs> I'm sort of making this weird hugging motion around my microphone right now, which is sort of weird. Picture please. But, uh... <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay. Well, um, thank you so much to everybody who, again, I, I already said it. I'm going to say it again. Thank you to everyone who has sent a note. Thank you who, to anyone who's ever sent an email or a note or a Instagram comment or anything else. Um, you know, just, uh, sort of reflecting back to us or to me, um, what's going on, what you need, how you feel, um, what has helped, um, all the comments on, on Apple podcasts, all that stuff. It's just deeply generous of you to do that for us. So thank you. Um, okay. So I think the first thing I want to say to listeners is that I am not going anywhere. I am not going anywhere. I am still sitting in my little home office in Portland, which is the same place I record this podcast with you, Christine, every week. And um, so I want you to know that I am not leaving. Um, I will still be hanging out at my website which is ashadornfest.com. Um, that's really where for the next little while I'm going to be focusing my creative energy. Now I don't have a, uh, it's not like I have some big thing to announce or big project um, that I'm working on. I am not secretly building an underground lair or anything like that. I just, um, I am taking this moment in between um you know, the moment where my kids lived here and the moment where my kids don't and many other things and just, you know, sitting in the space. So I'm going to be quieter and less visible for a little while, but it really is not because I want to disappear. It's only because I want to um, sort of live in this space for a little bit um, while I um, rebuild, I guess. I, I, I still don't have a lot of really intelligible words to talk about. Um, but I just want to assure listeners that I am here. Um, and I'm not only going to be writing stuff, but I'm also going to be listening. I think that's a really important thing. And I think 
there's something else I want to say to listeners. Uh, and this is the, the big one really for me. And that is, I would really like to just turn the spotlight back around at you, Christine. Um, I just want listeners to know that, you know, this podcast, this podcast was your brainchild. You know, you were the one who said to me all those years ago, you know, what if we did a podcast? And when Christine Co gets an idea, you know, it's just like incredible. It's really quite an incredible process to watch what happens both in your mind, but also in the way that you make things happen. And I still get the chills when I think about it. Um, you really invited me to join you on this adventure. And um, I want listeners to know how lucky I feel to have been your co-host, to have been able to do this. I mean, this is not just about um, doing a job together. You and I have had this unbelievable conversation and adventure together. And um, and we have had this like as we've lived through some intense changes in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's just been an amazing thing. And I feel like um, I, I can't tell you how grateful I am and how much I admire you and how much I love you. And that will that will never change. I mean, that, you know, the the sort of location of our conversation and maybe the structure of our conversation is obviously going to change a bit because we're not going to be coming here every week. But uh, but the fact that we love each other and talk and share ideas and bounce things off each other isn't going to change at all. So I, I just want listeners to know that. And I want um, I want. I want them also to know of the sort of unbelievable creative energy that you bring to the world with this podcast. And it's always from this incredible place of generosity and service. And I just it has been a remarkable thing to just basically sit beside you and do it um, together. Um, so anyway, this isn't goodbye, of course, um, to you or to our listeners. Um, you know, I have a feeling that you're. And my text thread is about to blow up <laughs> on our phones. Um, but I think also, uh, you know, the other thing I would say to listeners is that this is a really this is a new chapter for Edit Your Life. And I think the fact is that um, if we really think about where we started and where we are now, we, the collective, all of us together, editing your life really means something different now than it did you know, in the beginning when we when we launched this podcast and I know it will um, it will evolve into something really beautiful and meaningful in 2022, something that really reflects life as it is right now. So um, that's what I want to say. And, and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart to every listener of this podcast. That's wonderful. And and thank you, Asha. I appreciate that. Um, well, okay. So I think this is a good time to go to our final listener interlude. Uh, it's a little bit longer than the other ones because I wanted to incorporate uh, a few more specific notes. So Ashi, you should just kind of like sit back and relax and your <laughs> coffee is probably ice cold by now. But <laughs> so I asked people, what would you like to say to Asha as she prepares to move on to this next chapter in her life? And I really, there were three kind of general themes that stood out to me um, in the comments. And so um, the first bucket is a few comments related to you and both of us. And I'm, I'm just going to read these in entirety because uh, they were so moving. I've, I've trimmed some a little bit, but uh, otherwise these are just direct quotes. Uh, the first person wrote, 
As a South Asian American professional mother in my 40s with a young child, I have never felt more invisible and visible at the same time in my life. But the two of you make me feel like there are two women I can look up to who are going against the grain of our consumerism-driven culture to bring more meaning into everyone's lives. The two of you bring out something really special in each other relationally, and I've benefited enormously from that sense of camaraderie, complementarity, sharing, and openness. I can identify with parts of both of you, and it's been really cool to have that in my life through a podcast. Mm, Yeah. Lovely. Okay, the second comment is... You two bring so much great information to your podcast listeners, but you also bring such a positive demonstration of true friendship, women supporting women, and compassion for self and others. I could honestly go on and on, but for now, I just want to say thank you for these wonderful episodes, and I look forward to seeing what life brings you next. Another commenter said, Asha, I will miss you. I thought you two complimented each other so nicely, and you provided a glimpse ahead of what parenting older kids would be like. In my experience, having friends with kids in all different stages is key to a great group of parent friends. I wish you the best and hope to hear your voice again at some point. That, Mm. by the way, Asha, people wanting you to do a little comeback episode, I'll just put a pin in that, is uh, we got a few requests for that. (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. (laughs) Okay. um, The next bucket, um, I think some of these comments might have come in following a post you shared about kind of sharing, maybe it was on Instagram or something. I can't remember where I saw it, but basically saying Mm -hmm. like there isn't a huge crisis driving this change. It's just change. Okay. So uh, there are four comments I wanted to read. The first is it's inspiring to see you so open to this new, some may say scary chapter. It makes me feel like life will have joy in these big transitions, no matter how hard the change can feel. Mm -hmm. Another person wrote, I admire you for making decisions for yourself, even when they are hard decisions. You are a role model. Best of luck. You will do great things and will continue to be an inspiration to the EYL community. Another person wrote, I applaud you for seeking change for the sake of change, not because there is anything wrong or bad happening. It's inspiring. Mm -hmm. All I wish is that you come back as a podcast guest to update listeners (laughs) on how you are doing. And last in this section I understand the need that we get when some parts of our lives need to end, and it's wonderful that it's a choice, not because you have to. It's so healthy and healing to take some time to breathe in between, giving ourselves more space and time by releasing some things that can be let go of. Sounds like a wonderful decision. Mm. Yeah, really, really cool. Beautiful, beautiful. You know what? I just have to say, I just have to respond a little bit of and course. say that, and say that. Um, This podcast has taught me a lot about listening to myself. You and I talk, we've talked for years about the importance of, you know, looking inside and giving ourselves permission to, you know, just really just slow down for a minute and, um, and listen. And, um, when we can do that, it is, it is a, it's a gift to be able to make certain choices, you know? And I just think that, I don't know. I just really appreciate there is the support that I am feeling um, of just this very generous feeling of um, camaraderie that I feel with you, with listeners, um, you know, just sort of blowing behind my back. And that's that's a really good feeling. And again, like I said, I'm not going anywhere, but I am definitely in the sort of building process. And I'm curious about what this next um, 
period of time will hold for me. But whatever it is, uh, we're going to be doing it together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, indeed. Okay, well, the last few comments I want to read are, I guess the bucket is Asha Dornfest colon human or person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, the first one is, thank you for your vulnerability, authenticity, and candor. Your mindfulness and compassion elevated my work. The second is, thank you for your wisdom and honesty over so many episodes. You have such a gift for curiosity and sharing what you are learning and exploring. I appreciate that you come to this space with ideas and questions, not decisions and directives. We need more of that in the world. And finally, thank you, Asha, for the years of wisdom and perspective you've offered through this podcast. Thank you for your unrelenting empathy and grace and for modeling resilience. Mm. I feel like people get you, Asha. (laughs) Man, I, I, I just, I, it's, um, it's impossible for me to respond in the moment to what it feels like to hear these comments and to just sort of there's like an enormity to this experience that I it's going to take me a period of time to really think about this. But I'm I'm actually um, what this is telling me is that I need to spend a little time with this and do some journaling and then really write something up um, to share on my to share on my blog, because this is just like the generosity is just unbelievable. Yeah, it's beautiful. And listeners, I will tell you that I Asha did not see any of these interlude comments. I wanted her to just be able to react in the moment. So they are truly like she's processing in real time here. Mm. <laughs> um, well, Asha, this is it. Uh, I would like for this final episode of yours to leave the your next edit to you in singular. So tell me what you got, girl. Oh, um, <laughs> just give me a moment. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just going to like grab this one and hold it tight. You know, Um, I just wish I really wish I could just somehow deliver some sort of hug to each of you listening. Uh, That may sound creepy. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. I I really, really feel this like the love and generosity. It's, It's all right here. And I really, truly wish my butt was sitting next to Christine right now. So let me just close with a two-parter. I'm totally taking editorial license and I'm going to do a two-part. Your next edit. So first of all, for those of you who want to keep an eye on what I'm up to in the future, I encourage you to sign up for my monthly-ish email newsletter at ashadornfest.com slash newsletter. Um, I have, you know, it's not like it's some big publication. It's literally an update that I send out to my um, community of readers. And I say monthly-ish because I only send it out when I have updates I think are worth your attention. And that is where I'm going to be focusing my um, my sort of um, creative, like, community building. Um, I have really taken about five giant steps back from social media. And I'm really not going to be spending a lot of time on social media like I was before. So um, really keep in touch with me through my newsletter. That's where I'm going to um, sort of host my conversations with folks. Um, And then second, I really, really invite you to visit our episode archive at edityourlifeshow.com slash episodes. Uh, You know, again, we keep sort of throwing around this number of over 250 episodes. But honestly, if you look through that listing and you see the titles and the range of conversation that we've had, it's pretty amazing, Um, especially because it just spans 
you know, like I said, it spans a, a really huge period of change. So queue up a few episodes, listen to them during your holiday break. There's just so much wisdom there. There's a lot of laughter and hours of good talk and really practical ideas, too, for your lives that you, you know, you might have for- forgotten about when you listened to it years ago. Or you may have come to this podcast, you know, many years after we started. So I really encourage you to just go through that back catalog and, and check it out. I think uh, both great recommendations. And on the second one, it's funny, you know, for anybody who's been here with us for a long time or the very beginning or or many years, um, I think the archive recommendation, if you need an Asha hit, is great because <laughs> even when you were talking about some of those earlier episodes back from 2015 or 2016, I was like, oh, wow, I don't even remember what I said. During that. So if I oh, don't I remember, know. you probably don't remember. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. All right, Asha, give us a yeah. sign off. Your, fi- your final one. I'll stop saying that. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, friends, you'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to resources we've mentioned, plus lots of great related episodes at edityourlifeshow.com. And as ever, we'd love to hear your thoughts and questions. Chat with us on Instagram or Facebook at Edit Your Life Show, or send us an email at edityourlifeshow at gmail.com. We'd also be grateful if you would drop us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a pod-loving friend about us. And finally, Christine and I wish you a wonderful holiday season and a happy, happy new year. We hope you and your family are safe and warm and are looking forward to good things. And Edit Your Life will return in January 2022. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of TILT is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the TILT Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, You are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.